Hey, what's up, everybody? For your fix of fitness, health, life, and laughs, you know where it's at. That's right, it's at the podcast with your host, yours truly, Adam Pullman. Jello. And welcome to another episode of the podcast. <laughs> this is the show where all of your health, fitness, and nutrition questions are answered. In today's episode, we are talking about high-intensity interval training, specifically whether or not those intervals actually increase and help with fat loss. Like, is that really a thing where HIT is the best for fat loss, or is that a myth? We're going to be talking about high-intensity interval training in regards to fat loss and what you can do to figure that aspect out to benefit your fat loss, to accelerate your fat loss with your training programming, whether that's using HIT or not. So make sure you tune into this episode for more on that. All right, guys. So if you have a question that you would like to have answered on the show like this individual did, you can send in those questions on Instagram. My handle is Adam underscore Pullman Fit. Every single week, you will see, well, every single Saturday, you will see a story on my Instagram profile that says, ask me a question. And that is your green light to submit as many health, fitness, and nutrition questions as you would like. It might say, ask me anything. It'll say, ask me anything or ask me a question, one of the two, whatever I feel like that day. Uh, and that's your green light to ask those questions. So send in as many as you want in that little question box, because um, if they're questions that we haven't talked about on the show or talked about in a while, I'll answer uh, more than one. I'll answer all of them, no matter what the question, briefly on the story, and then I'll take uh, those other questions in depth and in detail here on the show like I am today, all right? Uh, before we get going, a few different things. First and foremost, let's bring up the affiliates, my affiliates that we have. So uh, first one is Mir. Mir makes awesome mugs, tumblers, camp cups, water bottles, coffee canisters, all this stuff. Um, super uh, mission-focused brand. Uh, earth focused brand. I've been working with them for a short period of time here, but I've always loved their products. Uh, one of the ones that I love the most is the coffee canister. I swear, I don't, it's that little vacuum seal that they have in there. So I ground up my coffee like, I don't know, two weeks ago, and it's just as fresh as when I took it out of the grinder. Uh, it's amazing. That little vacuum seal helps so much. I actually got one for, I just ordered a few different products today uh, for some, some friends that. Uh, left me recommendations and reviews on social media and stuff like that. So here's actually what we're going to do. If you're listening to this episode uh, and you would like to uh, get a mere product from me, here's what we're going to do. So if you go to Apple Podcasts, if you listen on Apple, leave a five-star rating and review if you feel the show is worthy, letting people know what you think of the show. And I will go ahead and select a winner um, over the next few weeks here. Uh, that will get a mere product of their choice. I'll send it right to you. So go ahead and go to Apple Podcasts. And if you don't listen to Apple Podcasts, you listen to Spotify, something else, what we can also do is leave a review on Facebook uh, at Pullman Fitness or on Google. If you go to Pullman Fitness, leave a rating and review there and we'll select a winner there where you can... Um, Enter to get a free mirror product from me. Other affiliate that we have that I'm absolutely in love with is Magic Spoon. So Magic Spoon makes awesome, delicious, high-protein cereal that's not poo-poo garbage like all the other high-protein crap that you see in the stores. Uh, the fruity flavor is my favorite. It makes me feel like a little kid watching cartoons, eating Fruit Loops. It's amazing. But I get like 30 grams of protein every time I eat it. 
So uh, you can go ahead and get your discount for, uh, off your order, $5 discount off your order if you go to magicspoon.com and use the code PullmanFit at checkout. And then that's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N fit at checkout. And then the mirror uh, code, if you wanted to get some mirror products for you, friends, family, whomever, that code is Adam Pullman 20 and that gets you 20% at checkout. So both great discounts. Go ahead and do that. I'll leave the links and the codes in the description for you so you can go ahead and see those there. Before we get into the question, a couple other things. If you want to be... Uh, a part of our private Facebook group where we have a group of committed, dedicated, goal-driven individuals that want to learn more about what they can do to stop spinning their wheels and finally reach their health and fitness goals, go ahead and send me a message on Instagram or send me an email. Say, hey, I would love to be a part of that group and I will send you a link where you can request to join. Uh, and then lastly, if you want more valuable information, free guides, free articles, you can download all of that absolutely free at pullmanfitness.com free. That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N fitness.com slash free. All right. Today's question of the day comes from Becky P. And the question is, do intervals slow and fast, so going slow for a period of time, fast for a period of time, uh, when doing cardio help or increase fat loss slash calorie burning? Uh, so there's a lot to unpack here for sure. Let's let's kind of start with the whole calorie burning fat loss thing. So when it comes to fat loss, there's one thing that has to be in place no matter what we do, uh, no matter how much cardio we do, how much weight training we do, how little food we eat. It, we have to have this thing called what people call a calorie deficit. What I like to say is an energy deficit. We have to have that energy deficit over a period of time. And all that means is that there are more calories being expended or burned than there are being consumed. Law of thermodynamics. When that happens, uh, body fat will be lost. Okay, weight will be lost. So more calories going out than there are coming in. That has to be in place. Now, I want to be clear about this, and this is why I don't talk about calorie deficits, energy deficits all the time and really hammer it in like a lot of people do. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Um, I just don't want to hammer it in so much because usually what ends up happening is people end up creating this relationship with exercise and food where they exercise so they can be in a calorie deficit. They eat little enough so they can be in a calorie deficit. But the reality is you don't have to be in a, in a calorie deficit or energy deficit every single waking minute, every single day of the time period where you're trying to lose body fat. As long as over that period of time, on average, you are burning fewer calories than you are consuming, body fat will be lost. So again, example, let's say you have a three-month period. Typical route will be just eating less, eating less, eating less, eating less, moving more, moving more, moving more, moving more in order to create that calorie deficit, especially when there are adaptations that come into place. Your body adapts to what you're doing, so your metabolism might slow down a little bit. So you're going to have to eat less and or move more, okay? So you're going to have to do one of those things and do more or less of those things as your body adapts. Uh, and so that's the danger when it comes to chronically eating in a calorie deficit. Whereas what you could have done over the 12 weeks is be in a calorie deficit for four weeks, be in a maintenance for two weeks, be in a calorie deficit for three weeks, be in a maintenance for one week and alternate and actually fluctuate. And studies show that the fluctuation is actually better for fat loss uh, long term and also for the person's health than it is to chronically just eat less and less and move more and more and more. Okay. So uh, going back to the beginning, you have to have that energy deficit in place. Now, does HIIT cardio help with calorie burning? Absolutely. Absolutely. High-intensity interval training um, is one of the best ways to burn a lot of calories in a very short period of time. So, for example, if you do high-intensity interval training for 20 minutes versus 
uh, jogging on the treadmill for 20 minutes, <clears throat> you're going to burn far more calories doing high intensity interval training for 20 minutes than you would doing that light jog on the treadmill for 20 minutes. Uh, so it can be a very time efficient, time effective thing in or- to do to do uh, hit in order to burn calories. Now, again, if you burn five, two, let's say 250, whatever, 220 calories in your hit workout, it doesn't matter if you're still eating more calories than you're burning throughout the period of that time. It's not going to matter, okay? And again, usually the point of your workouts should not to be should not be for the sole sake of burning calories, but that's neither here nor there right now. Uh, so yes, it, it does burn a lot of calories. And if you are trying to get into that calorie deficit, that can be beneficial. Okay, now what exactly is HIT? Okay, HIT is high intensity interval training. So basically what's happening is you're going through a period of high intensity for a, a duration of time followed by a period of moderate or low intensity for a period of time. And you're alternating between those things. Uh, let's say you are on a bike, uh, you're, you're on, an, on a... Um, in an air bike or you're doing a spin class or something like that and you're going for 15 minutes let's say and you're going balls to the wall for 30 seconds followed by a moderate pace recovery for 60 seconds alternating between those two would be a form of high intensity interval training so that's exa- that's what high intensity interval training is it's actually the form of cardio that I use it quite a bit with my clients um, however there are some caveats with that it's very demanding on the body it takes a lot out of your body. It takes a lot to recover. And if your nutrients aren't covered, you're not going to recover well. Then that can impact not only your strength training workouts or your other workouts and your performance, but can actually impact your recovery, your health, your sleep, all that stuff. And HIT, if you do it right, is one of those things that's so demanding on the body. I recommend you don't do it more than you know twice, twice per week, maybe three times per week in certain circumstances. Um, if you're doing like concurrent training, you're doing strength training with cardio, definitely don't recommend doing it more than twice a week, depending on how you have it structured, just because it's so demanding on the body. I think a big mistake that people make, <clears throat> excuse me, when it comes to hit training is doing like a moderate jog paired up with a walk or a moderate jog paired up with a rest. It's called high intensity interval training for a reason. That That short duration where you are doing the higher intensity thing, it needs to be high intensity, like 90% of your max. You need to be going all out in that short stint. And then you have that moderate recovery period where you're bringing that heart rate back down a little bit and then spiking it back up again. So for example, like like I said on the bike, you're cycling, sprinting all out on that bike for 30 seconds, followed by a period of a 60-second moderate recovery. Now, you'll notice that as time goes on, as you get closer to that 15-minute mark, you're likely going to, your, 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 your highest intensity during the sprint part is likely going to be 80% of your, of your max because you're going to be gassed. So it's very important that, that that sprint portion, that all out portion is all out. Okay. Now, as far as what hit can look like, it's, it's, that's what I love about hit. It's very versatile. You can use weights with it. You can do medicine ball slams. You can do medicine ball wall balls. You can do sprints. You can go on the, on the bike. You can do uh, rowing. You can do burpees. You can do, you can do tons of different stuff with hit. As long as you have that period where you're going all out, really getting that heart rate up almost as high as you can, and then letting it recover during that longer duration rest portion. <clears throat> I shouldn't say complete rest. It could be complete rest, but um, it's very versatile. So that's why I like to use it for my clients because I get to say, hey, what do you enjoy doing? Do you enjoy the rower? Do you enjoy the bike? Do you enjoy tossing a medicine ball on a wall? Do you enjoy sprinting? Do you enjoy, you know, whatever? What do you enjoy? Because then like, oh, I really like this form of cardio or this form of moving. And then we can program the hit in that way. Maybe they just like resistance training more. 
And like, I'm not doing any sort of formal cardio F that. <clears throat> so I said, okay, we're going to do some, some, you know, squats paired up with overhead press paired up with bent over row and then push-ups. And you're going to do 25 reps of all those things with a, with a period of recovery in between each one that that'll get the heart rate up like crazy. So that could be another example, a little more demanding on the body because it's weights, but still works. So it's very versatile in that way. It's a very useful tool. So if your goal is fat loss, <clears throat> as I've said countless times, I think you should always aim to, to, to get the greatest results with the least amount of change. The reason I say that is because the, the more that you do that, the more sustainable your results are going to be. If you have to do, if you have to sacrifice everything in order to get to your goal, it's likely not going to be sustainable because you're not going to be able to sacrifice everything forever. You're going to get to a point where you're going to say, screw it. I want to go back to the way things were. This isn't maintainable, whatever. So that's what I recommend doing there is doing is changing the, the least to get the most amount of results. So maybe you just start with, hey, I'm going to start with increasing my step count each day, just getting walks in. I'm going to do, instead of three resistance training workouts, I'm going to do four. And then when that gets up there and you're like, okay, I'm going to add one cardio session, one, one long uh, list session. So <clears throat> steady state cardio. I'm going to add that in. Then once I'm consistent with that, results are tapped out a little bit, then I'll add a hit session each week. You know what I'm saying? So you slowly taper it up. You slowly increase the volume on that cardio, on that training. So your body isn't just shell-shocked right at the beginning. And so you have an opportunity to see what your true potential is for results by just changing a little bit at a time. Because <clears throat> you want to have the most amount, amount of room for change if you need it. You don't want to be maxed out when it comes to your results and you haven't got to your goal yet but you've done almost everything you can to make change. That's a bad, that's a bad spot to be in. So that's how I recommend doing that. It can be a great form of exercise, great way to burn a lot of calories in a short amount of time. But remember the sole purpose of your workout should not be to just, just burn calories. And then remember that energy deficit needs to be in place over a period of time on average. If you want that body fat, uh, to, to, to leave your body more calories or more energy going out than there are coming in. All right. Actually, you know what? Now that I get to the end here, I just realized I didn't address address another part of the question, which is, uh, does it really increase fat loss? So, of course, that 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 energy deficit needs to be there. But what about the fat loss aspect? Because people say, like with just the cardio, people say that HIT is way better for fat loss than than low low intensity steady state cardio. It is like walking or doing a an incline walk stuff like that. Is that really the case? Does it really burn more fat? Um, there's a there's a meta uh, a meta analysis out there, which is basically like a study of studies that looks at high intensity interval training and looks at um, uh, lists low low intensity steady state cardio. And what it, what they find is that there's really no difference in fat loss over the long term, just because that energy deficit is what's needed to it, ha it has to be there in order for the fat loss to happen. So there's really no difference. What it really comes down to is what you can be the most consistent with over a long period of time, okay? What allows you to be in that energy deficit on average over a long period of time to reach the goal that you have in mind. It's not like you're melting fat in, in the middle of that workout as you're running, okay? Over a period of time, fat is lost or gained based on all those different factors that come into play. Now, again, like I said, that HIT or the LIS, the, the high-intensity cardio or the low-intensity cardio can be a method in, in which you get yourself in that energy deficit state by burning those calories in that workout. But in and of itself, it's not going to be the one thing that burns fat while the rest of the time you're not burning fat. It's not like you're going to do the HIT session so you can burn the fat that you want to lose. And then when you're doing everything else, you're just not burning any fat 
at all. That's not really how it works. There's always energy coming in, energy coming out, weight being gained, weight being lost. As long as over that long period of time, you have more going out than there is coming in, no matter what form of cardio you're, you are doing, the, the fat loss will happen. Guys, I hope this episode was helpful in some way. Um, go ahead and spread the love. Share this episode with someone that you think may need to listen to it. Let them know that this is where they can go to get all of their health, fitness, and nutrition questions answered. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe it is over already. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Hey, listen in. If you have a health and fitness goal that you are trying to reach, I don't know what else to say other than to say it must be a match made in heaven. If you didn't know already, Pullman Fitness exists to transform the body, mind, and spirit through personal coaching and sustainable fitness plans for any stage of life. So if you want to reach your goals, build sustainability, and enjoy life all at the same time, you guys got to check out Premier Coaching at Pullman Fitness. From custom tailored programming to 24-7 access to your personal coach, you'll have everything that you need to succeed. You guys can find out a lot more about Premier Coaching as well as our membership program at PullmanFitness.com. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, share the love by leaving a five-star review and introducing the podcast to your friends and family. As always, thank you so much for listening, and until next time, this is The podcast.